You are listening to the Quiet and Kinky Podcast with Dave and Andy. There is explicit material in this podcast, so if you are under 18, go away. Consider yourself warned. Hello and welcome to episode six of Quiet and Kinky. I'm Dave. I'm Andy. And this episode is aptly named uh, Pizza or Cereal or Pizza and Cereal. And. On this wonderful Thanksgiving day. Mm-hmm. We are actually just felt it was right to do a podcast on Thanksgiving. Well, we just don't have a whole lot to do have, today. Yeah, we don't have to do a lot on any day. So why not? That sounds good. Yeah. Fair enough. I love spending this time talking with you. Thanks. And then we get to eat later. Hell yeah. Going to deep fry some turkey. Oh, and then our life changes on Monday. I'm going to boil chicken. Not this again. We're going to eat Brussels sprouts. Fuck. And like fish that's no we, we do the health kick for like a week or two and Quin- then we throw it in and then we're eating taco bell and quinoa oh, that no sounds, taco bell jesus i don't Mm-mm. boycott this plan nope damn it it's, it's over <laughs> it is over i appreciate it so where are we gonna start with today's episode well we're gonna start with the word of the week mm. which is a dew dropper Dewdropper. Mm-hmm. It means that a person, if they're a dewdropper, it means they're lazy. I'm a dewdropper all the time. Yeah. Now, is it a state that a person is in, or is it just a general state of mind? Um, like if somebody, the way that this was explained when I read it online was that it was kind of talking about a generation as a whole. Like, <laughs> I guess what's after millennials? What's the Zennials, maybe? Yeah. They're dew droppers. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I, I blame social media. Yeah, I don't I don't I'm just telling you what I read. Yeah. I, I don't care. But <laughs> it, yeah. So that's that's the thing is dew dropper. Okay. So you speak of it, excuse you, Stu. <laughs> you speak of it as if um it's a person, so they are a dew dropper. Understood. Yeah. So technically today I'm a dew dropper. Uh, it's kind of like a lifestyle. Oh, gotcha. So you're really well, not a dew dropper. You're right. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we don't stop working. No, we don't. <laughs> we don't ever for sure. Okay. So word of the day is dew dropper. And if you're just tuning in, we have to use the word of the day within the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which you'll forget. I'll forget and try and to sneak it in at the very end of the episode. It- after I remind you and I'll ace it right. as normal. Yeah. You have the show notes, so there's a cheat in your hand. It wouldn't matter. I just don't have a memory. I'm just super smart. You are <laughs> incredibly smart and creative. What is the first Christmas song that comes to mind? Just say it. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Okay. Yeah. So you think of, um, like I think of All I Want for Christmas by Mariah Carey or Jingle Bells. Well, see, when you say All I Want for Christmas, I I hear my two front teeth. That's true. I don't think Mariah meant that because you're looking at her like her two front. Bosoms. Bosoms. Her chesticles. Her bosoms. She's got some big bosoms. Yeah, she does. Um, But the, the, the Grinch is finally here because the... This, the Christmas music is out, so everybody, the Grinch oh. is coming out. 23%, according to Business Insider, says that 23% of Americans say they dread Christmas because of how soon the holiday music starts. That does make sense, because it's constant. 
mm-hmm. wherever you go, you hear fucking Christmas music. Well, it's not even it is that, but it's like the same five songs everywhere you go. Right, just like you said, Mariah Carey is one of them. I don't mm-hmm. think I need to hear her this Christmas. No. If I could go at Christmas without having to hear her, because mm-hmm. I mean that's like the only time of year she shines now. Well, it dawned on me because I was flipping through our local stations, and there's a station here every year that begins Christmas music well before it's right after Halloween actually and they play it all the way through the first week of January and I'm just like it's one of the same five songs if you flip to that station by accident those employees have to fucking hate each other oh yeah like when I go and get my hair cut they mm-hmm. have to listen to that station. So it's nonstop. And I, every time I go every year, they're always like, this is the time of the year I hate. Well, people dread it, too, because a lot of people associate Christmas with happiness and great memories and cookies and all that kind of stuff. But then a lot of people also associate it with stress or they don't have enough money and they've got to buy gifts or covid just happened like it's you know there's a lot of stress it's stre- just stressors left and right you have family coming in from out of town That'll cooking food all that, kinds of shit that's all you gotta say <laughs> and then i'm like fuck right there self-destruct yeah so and you know in when you were growing up christmas was stressful because you're family liked to put on a big show so it was a lot of work hosted so we had tons of people come over and half the people i didn't fucking know yeah so it was not a happy time it was work and make sure no i I became a servant of the house to, to to prepare for others well, you're a servant of our house. Damn right. But we don't have that many fucking people in our house anymore. Put you in a little tuxedo boxer briefs and be like, serve me. I'll do that. And if you want me to do that, <laughs> I will put it. We'll go get it tonight. Let's do it. Okay. I'll put a little bow tie on you. Oh, yeah. Nothing else. Do I have an alternate name? Mm-mm. No, I'm still going to be Dave? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Dave the butler. Yep. It's going to be your new favorite role play. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> but the, the businessinsider.com on the Christmas music says that hearing the same songs over and over can lead to cognitive fatigue. So it just makes your brain tired. Basically. So you get dumber. You get too much Santa. Too much Santa. Too much Santa. Could you live in La La Land with the music? Yeah. It's not stimulating enough for the brain activity. And I mean, when you walk into a home store or something like whatever, Hobby Lobby or at home and you hear Christmas music playing on November 1st. Oh. It, it's a lot. You know, the people that work there want to kill themselves. Yeah. Or maybe they're fucking cheerful people and they go, I've always loved the sounds of Christmas music. And I like Christmas, but we just don't go insane over decorating. Like we have a wreath that we put on the door and we have a tree that we put up. I think all of my decorations can fit into two, like, average size totes which is fucking amazing yeah because when, when it comes out time like when i was a kid we would have to bring out totes and totes and totes of shit for you every season fits in a one single little tote <laughs> in the attic i just don't go i just don't do that i don't know i love that about you well it goes up in about an hour and a half and it goes down and probably less than that. Yeah, it really does. When we, after Thanksgiving or before, now we don't have a single fucking Thanksgiving decoration. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't ever decorate for Thanksgiving. So What's the it's point? Halloween. Halloween, you have oh. up and down inside 30 minutes. I, oh, I have two ceramic pumpkins for Halloween. That's gotten so small over the years. I, I just don't. 
I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> We're not, I'm not anti-Halloween. I no. like to dress up and go to parties and stuff like that. Just don't. I don't have anybody to show it to. We're so introverted. <laughs> we don't ever have anybody come over. Right. And I don't care about seeing it because I see it when I go other places. So let's let everybody else do the work. Yeah. Well, most of the time we're dew droppers. So you had to look at the page, you cheating motherfucker. Uh, I, hey, you had it for you. I just needed to know how to, you know, say it. So properly. you just called us, a, we have a lazy lifestyle. We are fucking lazy as shit at times. When we're not working, we do fucking nothing. Well, then you can't say it as a whole, we're, we're lazy because Aren't we're not we, we, lazy. We, outside of work, we have a dew dropper lifestyle. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. <laughs> I, I guess we have. Yeah, that's true. It's true. You know, you're right because we can have a Saturday and we'll start watching Netflix at 2 p.m. And binge watch the show until it's over. About go get eight. fast food. Come back. Blankets everywhere. And then go pop get some more popcorn. Makes get some more fast food. Pop some popcorn and then call it a night. Yeah. Of course, after having sex, then you have the popcorn. Yeah. And then we just move into the bedroom and then watch more Netflix. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that makes us a dewdropper. No. In my version, maybe we're a form of dewdroppers. Yeah. Well, and speaking of how much that we work, our our OnlyFans topic of the week is just how much fucking work it really is. Oh, yes. It's a lot more than just taking some selfies and posting them online Mm. and throwing up a camera and recording some nasty sex. Well, there's that other podcast that you talked about, actually all the work that goes into doing that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's exhausting. Like this past week we rented a hotel room locally and it's fun because we get to, we try different places all the time and we just get out of the house. And, but then, you know, I'm inside of the room for five hours with my little, lighting system and the Uh camera and then i have to change clothes and when you get into lingerie and garters and all the snaps and the zippers and the lace and this is tucked in and oh this has a tag and and the heels i am so fucking graceful you're very graceful give me some heels i will fall into the wall in no time see and your shoot days i know does get stressful because we have a limited amount of time that we can take pictures in an area so that does get stressful and that's why also you guys you know you have the luxury of taking pictures in the house too but right it's yes. all just all around trying to keep it it's fresh a, and- it's exhausting is very tiring and then that's just the first part of it because then when you're done doing the shoot then you have 1200 pictures that you have to go through and get rid of the riffraff that wasn't good and then hone those down and narrow those down some more and then you have to do the cropping and the editing and the Uh and the lighting again and then and you come it comes down to the posting part and we have we're on multiple platforms so you've got Fansly and OnlyFans and two Twitter accounts and an Instagram and so it's I definitely and, very consuming. Yeah, <laughs> and then there's engaging because we always make sure I always make sure that you know I'm conversing with our subscribers when they reach out. I'm I'm usually I, the one that tells you you have messages because I get the little notification well, like hey I, check your phone. We check it constantly, so I try to stay on top of it as much as I can. But we also have two OnlyFans accounts, right? So it's like holy jeez, and then there's life, you know. And what life? The grocery store, and you know, just friends and trying to 
we also run another business. So it's like your head spinning most of the time. So I guess my whole topic was just that it's a lot, it's a lot of work. It looks easy, mm-hmm. though, from an outside perspective. It's like, oh, it's just some pictures. You wake up with your lashes on glam. Here's the thing I do find interesting. Now, Instagram, there's it's a certain level of respect I see that men have towards you as you go through the platforms. Instagram, they're a little more vulgar, direct. And then when you get into your fans, you have some of the greatest fans. Oh, like They're genuinely nice to you. They check mm-hmm. on you. Right. It's so weird. When we first got into this, I was like, okay, my, my wife's going to be talking to other men consistently through her fans. And they're so nice to you and respectful. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like I mean, that. You get used to it every day. You have a few people that come in there and they're very, they're just shits. They're assholes. Mm-hmm. You have to just say, hey, it's time to let go of that. But you handle those very well. <laughs> very PC. Yeah. There can be some that are not as nice as others. But overall, the vast majority no, are very great fans. nice. Yeah. Even on social media, I don't run into, I mean, you get stuff. Because it's online and anybody can say anything they want. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. You know, if either they're going to be mean or they're just off the top vulgar, out of the rip. Like, here is my dick. Right. Just straight to that part. <laughs> well, the ones that I find interesting are the ones that compliment you so well. They make me look bad. Oh. With no, in, in the way of, I'm not a wordsmith like these these love letters you have received. And I'm, I'm whoa. I'm, I'm like, I need to take notes from the way these guys talk oh, to you. It makes my heart happy. It's so sweet. <laughs> People are so nice. They really are. Yeah. Um, so turning turn the corner here, getting out of work and enjoying the, the, the things that you enjoy in life. What Just, are some of the things that we enjoy in life, Andy? How much... Do you love pizza and wait <laughs> on a scale of one to killing innocent teenagers? What, how much do you love pizza? Killing innocent teenagers. You would kill innocent teenagers for pizza. I mean, if it's a, a scale, I, I wasn't, it's not like you said, Hey, do you want this pizza? If so you want you it, would, go down the street and kill teenagers. That is what I said though. But that's just a, an extreme scale of intensity. Towards killing teenagers, no, depending on the pizza. Innocent teenagers. Those are rare. It's true. They're more rare than... We'd have to go search for them for more than the pizza. Dew droppers. (laughs) See, I did it right. I planted that right. There was a man in Knoxville, Tennessee, that went into his local Little Caesars. And when he said, you know, I made an, I guess, an online order... They said, that'll be 10 minutes for you. And he became very upset and made a scene. You know, it's supposed to be hot and ready. That's what it's advertised. Damn it. I think he had every right to To go back to his car, get his AK-47, come back into the to the little Caesars and start brandishing it and like aiming it at the kids that work there. Maybe a little excessive. He was hungry. And when I get hangry, that's excessive to a new extent, but this is fucking little Caesars pizza. Pizza, pizza. 
it is so bad when you're hangry. Like I feel it when I want carbs. Don't don't fucking talk to me. It's kind of like calling me. Don't fucking call me. For me, Little Caesars is the type of pizza you get that when you are starving, you eat it because you're so fucking starving. That's the only reason you eat Little Caesars. That's pizza. the only the only reason because <laughs> it's, it's frozen. And so this pizza. guy literally had to have been starving because he went there expecting I want a hot and ready pizza. I'm gonna get the pizza. I'm gonna eat it in the fucking car. Maybe it's not frozen pizza i don't think it's frozen because they're always back there like rolling is that fresh shit like does that is it Meh, i'm giving nah, too much credit maybe i don't know don't maybe the dough this. is frozen and they just roll it out it, it just it yeah i don't i i'm just a papa john's person now i love the little caesar's trucks when they drive by because the entire side of the semi truck the trailer part says hot and ready and i want to find one parked and i want to stand under it and get a picture (laughs) you right under it saying hot and ready hot and ready yes i like so yeah so he took it to an extreme and obviously what nobody got hurt thankfully i don't know if he ever got his pizza but he did get arrested he had to another pizza story is there was a man he was a he was a car burglar so he wasn't stealing the cars but he was breaking into cars and stealing items out of the car Mm mm-hmm well, along the way, he saw a woman throw away a Little Caesars pizza. And I don't know why Little Caesars is the common denominator really trending here. right now. Yeah. And he saw her throw the box away, and there was some pizza left in the box. So he got it out of the trash can and continued to break into cars while carrying the box of pizza and eating it. He had pizza sauce on his hands, and he was leaving smudges of pizza sauce in all the cars he was breaking into. So, I mean, to me, it's like, first of all, wipe your hands off on your pants. At least be nice enough if you're going to break into somebody's car not to get pizza sauce all over their interior. Or leave that your fingerprints make... behind. And I wasn't there. I wasn't the one eating pizza. Well, that would make me more upset than stealing my shit. Be leave... like, look at this. So I keep my car. You can take my headphones, but God damn it, you got fucking sauce in my car. Yeah, we just got a new car. A and couple, a little Caesar fucking sauce at that. About about a month ago, we just got a new car. And if you smudge pizza sauce on my door. Oh, I'll die. Don't. I won't do it. I don't know. Is he just breaking windows out and getting, how do you break into a car now? I think most of the time people leave their cars unlocked. Maybe that's, yeah. And all you have to do is wiggle it. Oh, it's open. Oh, I've broken in. And, he's, and you eat pizza. It's obviously easy because you're like I mean, taking a I mean, what snack. I want to know, and we should have done more research on this, is was he getting in the car, sitting in the car while, like, you know, sitting back, yeah. grabbing a slice? and That's the way I saw it. Like, I'm currently breaking. I'm, maybe they got some stuff over here. All right, I'm done with this slice. Next car. Well, the story is funny because... He actually, when he got arrested and he had pizza sauce all over his hands, he actually said, you caught me red handed. (laughs) So that's the guy you want to bring over for Thanksgiving. The one that can just have that kind of sense of humor. He's harmless, obviously. He was just probably, he was was probably stoned to shit while he needed to do his burglary job and just got hungry. Well, the only crime that I see is putting pineapple on pizza. And that I agree. That concludes our pizza discussion. <laughs> How does cereal work into this? On to cereal. Ah. In all honesty, how much cereal do you consume in one week? Oh, probably two, three boxes. Yeah, it's true. You do. Mm-hmm. 
You're probably a little above the average most, human. Most likely. And when I pour a bowl of cereal, it's not your average size bowl. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I pour like half a box. It's like 700 grams of sugar. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So do you prefer milk or dry cereal? Milk. Definitely with milk. Because I have seen you just grab a handful of cereal and There are times where I'm just like, "Ah, I just want something crunchy. So at that time, I think I had like honeycombs or Eggos. So I'll just go in there, grab a handful and just eat one at a time. Eggos the cereal. Yes. Mm. Fantastic. Well, General Mills is increasing the prices of their cereals by 20% soon. So Fuck, is this why you're saying we're changing our diet on Monday? No, but... Yeah, so your Lucky Charms aren't going to be so lucky anymore. I think they should start naming the prices of cereals, the names of cereals' prices, like more to reflect the in, like Honey Nut inflation. Oh, there you go. Or like, did they give a specific reason why they're increasing, or is it due to like lax supply or something like pocket that? Pocket change puffs or wallet Wheaties. <gasps> wallet Wheaties. Fuck, we need to check that one out. I love Wallet Wheaties. I don't know why they increase the prices, but uh, I guess it's just a hard knock life in the Rice Krispie factory. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure. still devastated by the Frosted Rice Krispies that went off the market. As soon as I fucking find them, they're like, poof, gone. And then they're like, now we're going to increase your prices. Well, you didn't just the find them. The world fucking hates me. You looked at them and was like, you know what? I should try those Frosted Rice Krispies that have been out for almost 20-something, 25, 6 years. Right. You know, I think I'm going to get those. And you're like, I really like these. And then there's this. <laughs> well, I mean, as a kid, I would get the regular Rice Krispies and I would pour my milk and then I would put uh, sweet and low in it. Ugh. Yeah, no, judge me. This is what that tasted like. So as soon as I had it for the first time, I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. This is amazing. Poof. I got maybe two boxes mm-hmm. gone off the market. Well, you went to the store and you're like, oh, they're out of rice, frosted Rice Krispies. And then we went to another store and then. And another store and you're like and so I just looked it up I was like unfortunately we're no longer going to be producing frosted rice krispies and the world was like you've shattered my childhood and like all these responses came back and people were moved by this and I only got two boxes yeah you'll just have to go back to dumping the sugar I can see putting sugar in your cereal because I sugar did that it wasn't sweet enough Sugar, just what? pouring direct sugar on it was not sweet enough to get the correct flavor with the rice krispies. You had to sweet use sweet and is not you bougie bitch. What the fuck? Bougie? Fucking sweet and low is bougie for you? Yeah, when I was Damn, growing up, girl. When I was growing up, that shit was expensive. You got the, you got the <laughs> you, sugar that was like thirty two cents you, for a whole. You got sweet and low. You're living right. You're living it up. Yeah, because you be sweet and low. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. But. I don't either, but it works. Yeah. So what kind you you ate Rice Krispies as a kid? That's the cereal you remember? Mostly as a, a kid, it was Cocoa Puffs and Frosted Flakes. Mm-hmm. Cocoa Puffs occasionally come back. I don't think I've touched a Frosted Flake and probably. Well, if you do, they'll stop producing them. No shit. Yeah. Frosted. Maybe I need to try that. Hmm. I grew up eating honeycomb and only honeycomb. Is there any specific reason for that? I have no idea. All you liked was honeycomb or that was all no, that was offered at the table? I definitely did not like honeycomb <laughs> because that's all I ever knew. But my my parents were kind of in a rut of life. So when they bought something once, that's all they bought. 
So it was, oh, you ate this this one time. That's what you're going to get for the next 15 years. You ate it. It's, that's your life cereal. So you'll never see me buy a box of honeycomb. Ever. I only see you buy like special K cereal and I yeah. end up eating it. I like the chocolatey, chocolatey delight. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it's very delightful. In fact, I might go have some here in a little bit. You need to keep your paws off my cereal. Can't help it. You have like four boxes of cereal. I have one. I'm down to two. Well, you keep four boxes. Usually I'm low on the supply. And it's always garbage. It really it's is. So it's so much not even sugar. Cereal. No. Mostly it's Lucky Charms. I love Lucky Charms. That's so bad. Aren't you glad you married me? You're going to self destruct one day. That's true. Your insides are just going to implode. Then you have all your friends to take care of you. You're going to stroke out <laughs> and just fall dead. Fall dead. Fall dead. Oh, don't be dead. <laughs> Don't be dead. So am I am I an asshole? <clears throat> what the fuck was that? <laughs> I'm getting a good drink. Are you an asshole? Yeah. Mm, what level are we talking about here? Well, I we've we've mentioned this before. Uh I we worked very stressful jobs for like the first decade of our marriage. Mm -hmm. And I was constantly doing in-office messaging or conveying or reading emails. And I had a very strict, rigid schedule in between where I had to meet with people all day, mm -hmm. all day long. So I would get out of one meeting and they would last about 30 minutes each. And I would have a stack of emails or I would have employee requests off or I'd have a job interview I'd have to conduct. I'd have all these things. So I had to push these in before my next appointment, which I had about 10 minutes. And also that would be the time I took to, I don't know, take a break or get a drink or eat lunch or anything. Bullshit. So I learned to be, um, I was constructive. I was, I, I was productive, but I wasn't always pleasant. And it wasn't mm -hmm. intentionally to be rude, but I got to where my mess my responses to emails were very, very quick and to the point. Mm -hmm. Past the pleasantries. Right. And um, the my boss, the owner of the company, we didn't see him often, but he was not from the U.S. Mm -hmm. He was from Europe. And pleasantries were very important to him. Because right. Because that's how it is over there. So he took me very abrasively about the first year we worked together <laughs> because he would always open an email even if it had very little sustenance to it and there was no real purpose for the email he would always open the email with a greeting mm -hmm. and he would address me personally like hello andy or good morning i hope that your weekend was good you know wow and now here are my items for the reason for the email Thanks so much. Ending. And then he would sign out. I don't have time for that shit. And I don't mean to be mean, but I am going to answer those emails in such a timely manner that nobody could keep up with me. Like, I was a machine. Yeah. I was getting you your answers, or if you gave me tasks, you know, or, or action items in the email, I'm going to work. But if you want me to fulfill my day with good morning, hey, oh, I hope you had a good, good Friday and the bunny came by at Easter time. I don't have time for that. And I don't, but I, a lot of times, 
kind of conveyed as being a dick. Yeah. And I know that you're that way as well. I am very much that way. But in the reason for that was at one time during my like the height of the IT career, I had tons of emails coming in nonstop. And pretty much each email was a task. Mm. So my instead of just sending back a pleasantry to the client or anything, I would respond back with done, period. Right. Like, I'm letting you know, I've seen your email, and mm-hmm. I'm responding back to you that the action item is complete. Zero pleasantries. Right. But, but you got the job done. Right. And that was the interesting thing is they are used to my email personality being like that. Mm-hmm. So I, it has gone into this day now where we were now a little more relaxed in our life, and I don't have to answer email as much. Right. I still do the same shit. Well, and even like when I would walk into the office, so take emails out of it. I would walk into the office Again, I'm running. I have so many hats I would wear. So I am going in with a purpose, and I'm getting people in a direction and whatever. And there's always something going on or something that you didn't account for. So I would walk in, and I would see the office staff. And I would say, did that fax come through? Did this person call back? Did they leave a message? And I wouldn't say, good morning. And that was shitty, I think. But I just don't think like that. Like when mm-hmm. I'm in work mind, I am in work mind. And I don't dislike you because I would sit and shoot the shit with the office Right, girls and you and- love them. They were great. Yeah. It's just that specific. Well, it's when I first met you, you had the resting bitch face. Mm-hmm. You've always had that focus. laser focus yeah. regardless. So when you're walking in, you're already looking at the steps of things you have to do when you're in the office. Well, and two, my job was stressful because it dealt with health and if things were not right or things were not compliant you know things big problems could happen right so it was i didn't have the time i mean it's like a surgeon do you want a surgeon that can shoot this shit and be super chill and fun to hang out with or do you want a surgeon that's like i live to be a surgeon these socially awkward surgeons but are great at the work they do no good bedside manner but their their skill is what matters right that's the surgeon I want, not the one that's like, how was your Easter? <laughs> and mine was exceptional. <laughs> it was extra fun. Did, did you see all your family come into town? <laughs> I'm like, ah, okay. So I didn't know. And and I have a, we have another friend that lives um, abroad. And she will reach out. And she's very kind and sweet. And I think I'm a kind and sweet person. Really? did you just do that i just yawned and i think and i i think i am kind and we have a friend that lives abroad and she is very very um sweet and upbeat and all the good things great girl and i think i'm nice and sweet as well Mm -hmm. and i run into the same thing i did with my former boss is that She'll send a message and go, good morning. And she's always very upbeat and cheerful and positive, And it's so nice. But I've sent her a message and I've been the first one to send it. And I forget to do that. The pleasantry. And then she'll send back and be like, good morning. <laughs> like you didn't even, you know, and there she's right. I need to right. soften. Uh, I need to work on that because I do care if somebody is having a good morning. And I do care if they're doing okay. I just get, I've just been trained and I've got to. I got to work on that. Well, it's kind of like I respond in emails like I do through text. And when some the people kind of want more 
depth, Sugar. more depth to the email. Whenever mm-hmm. you're you're sending an email, text can be short and sweet, but an email, they're like, can you put a little fucking effort into it? It's not like you had to put a stamp on this fucking thing. I know. I always say, put a little sugar on that one, Dave. It's a little. You, you sound you, like a dick. I do I, sound like a dick. I'm not dickish. I'm just to the point. Well, you do sound like an asshole. So I think what we've concluded is that you're the asshole and I'm the nice one. Exactly. I completely I mean, agree does with that. Stewie choose to sit he with. He chooses you, even though you every podcast, uh, every podcast. And I don't ask him. He it's just comes fine. in here. He's in my lap. He'll always be with us. He's a mama's boy. A lot of people are a mama's boy. I'm a lot of people's mommy. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Fucking right. That's a that's a popular niche. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say I really like your hair today. You've done like a natural kind of curl thing to it. It's very floofy. I love it when it's this floofy. I just let it dry natural. It's very playful like this. Thanks. So in case you watch our YouTube channel, this is what her hair looks like all natural. You're going to pull it later? Hell yeah. I'm going to tug on it and grab on it with a little... Mm. Everybody, thank you for joining us on this episode of Quiet and Kinky. I hope that you were informed of... Pizza and cereal and how hard it is to be an OnlyFans creator. And what a dewdropper is. Yes. Which I never used, except for the one time I used it, which was us. Oh, the weather outside is is frightful. But the Christmas music is not delightful. That's true. Visit us at quietandkinky.com. Find us on YouTube at quietandkinky. And Twitter uh, at quietandkinky and Instagram at quietandkinky. Please subscribe to our podcast. And until then, guys, thank you for joining us. Yeah. In the meantime, you can also find me at onlyandy.com. A-N-D-I. It's beautiful stuff there. Bye. Bye.